Hey everyone, you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga Podcast. This is the weekly yoga Q&A. To ask a question, visit my website, lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Shoot me an email, find me on Instagram at yoga podcast or other social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. It's either Love Breezy Bree or Breezy Bree. All the information is in the description of the show notes. Thank you so much for your question. Let's get started. Namaste. Hello, hello. So this week's yoga Q&A is going to be a real quick and fun one. I received a question. Actually, I received this question a few times and I like this question because it's just one of those more practical questions for yoga. How do I wash my yoga mat? (laughs) Now, of course, this is going to depend on your mat and the manufacturing of it. So definitely understand how your mat was made and what materials it was made of. Some yoga mats, the majority of yoga mats that you can buy from a studio can literally be thrown in the washing machine. Can you believe it? So definitely check into that. Now, some yoga mats that are made out of rubber, they don't need a whole lot to be washed, right? They just need a little bit of soap and water and you kind of just scrub it down and dry it and let it um come back to itself. And then I have a corkboard mat, which is kind of a little bit more difficult because it starts to stain itself from your sweat after a while and just from the body placement. So you really want to give it a nice scrub. Now at the end of yoga class, I'm sure your studio has some spray bottles and some towels that you go and you disinfect your mat with. What is in those spray bottles though, right? So some classes will put some sort of astringent in those. Some will just have essential oils such as lavender and water. And maybe that adds just enough disinfection, especially if you practice a lot and you spray your mat. You can also buy mat cleaner that has different essential oils mixed up to create some holistic type um you know, vibes. So essential oils are amazing. And I'm going to do an entire podcast episode talking about them. But here are some things that we forget. Keeping your mat in your car in the hot heat can lend itself to some pretty gross stuff. So kind of being mindful of where you store your mat is going to be really important, as well as keeping it where it's dusty and gross is another thing. Maybe sometimes just shaking your mat out is really important to keep it nice and clean and disinfected. If you are that who practice esoteric spiritual practices, placing your mat out in the full moon, getting all the vibes and soaking up the energy of the moon is a way to cleanse your mat, but from a spiritual standpoint. So if you notice that your practice has been maybe just not energetically fulfilling, maybe consider taking your mat out to soak up the beautiful full moon. I love that. And sometimes it's just time to buy a new mat, right? (laughs) So ask yourself, how long have you had your mat? Is it time to get yourself a new one? I love having lots of mats. And another good way to keep your mat nice and cleansed um, from just sweat and things of that is you can decide to use a yoga 
towel specifically made for yoga mats and you can place that over your mat especially if you're a sweater you practice hot yoga and then you can just throw that towel in the laundry and keep it nice and clean and so I know that this is a bit of a cheeky episode but I tell you people really want to know like do I need to do something special to clean my mat. So find out if you have the kind of mat that can literally go into the washing machine first and foremost and throw him or her, I don't know what sex your mat is, maybe it's unisex, right? I always like to say throw her in the laundry. Um, throw your mat in the wash. Obviously don't throw it in the dryer and then it will kind of just be like sponge light like and then you can just hang it and let it dry naturally but again make sure that you have a mat that can be um, washable like that and if you have an older mat and you're not sure and you want to try this little tip out because you have a backup mat give it a whirl and uh, try that now remember that we're talking about yoga specific mats not pilates mats that are really thick So keep that in mind. And then I've seen some people practice with magic carpets. I love that. So it looks like a rug. Um, Sometimes that's harder on the grips, but if you use yoga grips or you use some sort of other way to grip your hands, even just towels, um, yoga towels can grip your hands. And this is a little bit of a side note. If you notice that your mat is really slippery for whatever reason, you can actually just give it a gentle spray and when your hands go to place down onto the mat, not enough to where your mat is like cold and wet, but just a gentle little spritz of solution. Um, Whether it's that lavender and water solution or just water spray, or you could just bring your own little spritz. That will actually help you from sliding around on your mat. So in my little bag, I carry a little yoga spray and uh, I could just spritz my mat before practicing just enough to where it creates a little bit of traction and friction as well. So just a little yoga mat tip there. So now you know what's in that mysterious spray. Um, Usually it's just essential oils and maybe they'll add some sort of um, astringent Um, to that as well but there's some uh, definite ways that you can kind of keep your mat nice and clean but don't be afraid of just good old-fashioned soap and water Um, I like to clean my mat you know once a week if I practice a lot I use a different mat for teaching than I use typically for practicing and then I also have a personal practice mat that I keep at home versus the mat that I kind of keep on the road with me for practicing um in studio or whatever in community and then of course I have a mat that I use when I'm practicing outdoors like if I'm practicing yoga in the park or something so I'm not attached to it getting full of dirt and things like that which will require some good scrubbing so all of that is important because you want to make sure your mat doesn't stink when you're in downward or when you're in child's pose. (laughs) So I think that's important. And if you're borrowing a mat from your studio, they highly recommend you scrub with the spray and a towel to get all your fungus off of that mat, right? Now, if you have one of those more flimsy, inexpensive, maybe $5 mats, but the studio has mats that it lends, grab a mat that it lends because it's probably going to be a little bit higher quality, hopefully, and then just place your mat on top of 
of that. That's another little uh, yoga mat tip and trick that you can um, take to your practice. And let me think if I have any more cool ideas. Don't forget too that you can take a couple of mats and roll them up together if you want to do that as well. And sometimes I take um, one mat and I use it as my yoga mat for practicing and I take the other mat and I almost use it like a yoga blanket for rolling it up um, under my hands to create padding, under my knees to create padding. So having a nice, cheap, flimsy mat actually can be really helpful too. And then if your friend comes with you, they can just borrow that cheap one and be encouraged to buy their own because those cheap mats are definitely closer to the earth (laughs) if you're practicing on hardwood floors, right? Now, I do practice at a yoga studio that I love that teaches Ashtanga, and the floors are cork. Ugh! It's so cool. It's almost like you don't need your own mat at all. So I I just love cork floors. But my traditional studio that I teach at, of course, has wooden floors. And um, I practice at home and I practice on beautiful tiled floors, but those are killer. So I definitely double up on my mats anyway. Well, here's a quick little yoga tip and trick and also a quick answer to the Q&A like, hey, how the heck do I clean these yoga mats anyway? Because they do get gross and stinky and uh, sometimes we treat them with kid gloves when we really should just take some soap and water to them and a little essential oil. Now you don't have to use lavender if lavender is not your thing. If you like vanilla or if you like um, peppermint. I love peppermint spray on my yoga mat. Ugh, for me, it cleanses the sinuses. It brings me back into focus. I personally am a peppermint essential oil gal, and I just love peppermints anyway. In my mouth when I'm breathing pratyama, I just drop a little peppermint in my glass of tea when I am about to record this podcast. So I, le- I definitely am a peppermint girl. So Anyway, I hope that this was helpful. If you have any tips or tricks that I didn't think of, I didn't do any research and uh, see what the Google Sphere thought about this. I just went from my peer thoughts. But um, if you have some tips and tricks, share them. I will talk to you later. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste.